0: Good morning. Um, Today I'm going to talk to you about one of our ancient ways that we're looking at as a church, and that is fasting. So, fasting. It is a very ancient practice that people have taken part in for years and years and years. Back in history we can see people fasted, and why did they fast? They fasted to show humility before God and to get a closer relationship with God as well so that's why fasting is really important it's about humbling ourselves before god which isn't something that's very popular in our modern day culture or society we are taught to be independent from a very young age and our kids are even taught at school impossible means i am possible where's that come from and we are told that we can do all things we kind of forget the second part of that verse, which is from the Bible in Philippians 4 verse 13. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yet we are taught and trained, and we believe in ourselves that I can actually do everything. I am possible. I am independent and very capable. And that is true for many of us. We are quite capable beings. Yet this ancient practice of fasting is not about that. (laughs) Is actually about recognizing our own weakness, humbling ourselves before God and gaining a closer relationship with Him. So that's why I think this ancient practice is so important. I feel really privileged to be able to talk to you about that today. The Israelites practiced fasting for those very reasons from the beginning of the Bible. We see it time and again people are fasting and it is to be humble before God. It's a form of worship. It's a way to show reverence to God and humility. And it is a way to gain a greater connection with God, to commune with him in a different and more reliant way. When you fast, when you abstain from food, which is what fasting is and possibly even drink as well, when you abstain from food, you're actually putting your very survival in the hands of God. Being nourished by food and drink is an important part of our wellbeing. It is a way that we're refreshed, we're nourished, it, it keeps us alive. So when we give up those things in order to seek God, to focus on Him, we're actually saying, my own life is in your very hands, God. I'm trusting you with my well-being. I'm putting myself under you and lifting you up because you are bigger, greater, stronger than I am. In order to illustrate that, I'm going to share with you, is my own paraphrase of a instance in the Bible. It's from Judges 20, and it's about the Israelite army. So in this chapter, they are preparing for war. They are getting ready to go to the battlefront. And the very first thing that they do before they step foot on that battlefield is that they pray they say to God, what what shall we do? And God says, go and fight. God, off you go. So the next day, they go off and they fight. And they come back and they gather together and they discover that 22,000 of their soldiers have died. (sighs) Talk about distress. (laughs) So that night, the Israelite army, they pray and they weep. These people weren't just soldiers, they were their friends, their relatives. They'd lost 22,000 of them. So they pray and they weep. God, what shall we do now? What do we do? And God says, go and fight. So they encourage one another along and they go and they fight the very next day. And then they come back at the end of that day. And 18,000 of their army have died. 40,000 in total. Of their friends of their relatives have died that's ten percent of their army there wasn't one person that wasn't affected by this great tragedy so what do they do the next day they weep oh, emotion. can you imagine the emotional distress they weep they pray and the next day they fast they fast until evening and it's oh it's incredible story because you just think imagine the weakness that they felt mentally anguished emotionally distressed physically now they're quite weak they've been battling hard for two days they've been fighting with all their power and their strength they've been going at it they've been doing they've been obedient they've been obedient to god's word they've god said go fight and they've gone they didn't question it even when they appeared to suffer terrible defeat and tragedy they still were obedient which is incredible and i just think i really admire those guys and that they fought for two whole days and they don't even rely on food to refresh them now because they recognize that their own strength is not enough so the next day they've prayed they've wept and they've fasted and to me that that shows me that they were humbling themselves, truly humbling themselves before God. And I see this is a really good mirror for our own modern day lives. We can do a lot of stuff in our own strength, just like the Israelite army did. And, and they're good Christian practices. You know, we, we, maybe you pray every day. Maybe you read your Bible regularly or go to church. You meet with other believers. The Israelites were all believers and meeting together and talking about God, encouraging one another on in the faith. We can do that. We can do that too. And, and and they're fighting for the kingdom. And we can do that. We can put on courses. We can invite our friends to Alpha. We can encourage people, draw them into discipleship and into faith. Yeah, we can do all those things in our own strength, can't we? I, I think I'm a pretty good Christian, but I'm quite a capable person as well. So I can do all those things without really really needing to rely on God and i think that's why there's such power in this example in judges 20 that the israelites prayed wept and fasted they finally put everything they had into god's hands they were an army they were they were trained they were equipped they had all everything they needed to go and fight and they were obedient they went and they fought they did what god had asked them to do even in the face of distress and mourning and tragedy they went and they still were obedient and we can do that in our Christian lives yet the final level it's like a greater connection with God was available to them and that was when they demonstrate humility through fasting they actually put then all of their weakness in God's hands because actually they're mentally anguished emotionally distressed and they're physically weak and tired they finally put everything in God's hands and trusted Him for the outcome. So fasting isn't about relying on our own strength, but it's about being humble before God, for trusting in Him for our strength through our own weakness, for recognising even our own weakness, for cutting across the culture that tells us that we should be independent, that I am possible, that I can do all things. Actually, it's a reminder that I can only do all things through Christ, who strengthened me. And it's a way to practice humility, showing that we recognize our weakness before an almighty God. And if you need another reason to fast, I've got one. Because Jesus did it. Jesus fasted. We read about that in the Bible, about him going into the wilderness. He fasted for 40 days and nights. And I don't think we're all called to do that. Um, It says the Holy Spirit led Jesus to do that. Um, If the Holy Spirit is leading you to do that, then by all means be obedient to that. But I don't think that's for everybody. But Jesus did, and he fasted. Why would the Son of God, Jesus, need to fast? doesn't really make sense. He is God, right? So why would he need to fast? But actually, Jesus too was demonstrating humility. He was putting himself underneath the will of the Father. And he was gaining strength from his weakness, in his physical weakness, he was gaining strength and focus to do the very thing that God had purposed him to do. What can you do to show your humility and reliance on Almighty God as part of your worship, as part of your reverence to Him? How can you participate in in this practice? So now I'm going to give you some ideas, some examples of what you could do to connect with God, get that closer connection with Him. So one way we can do that is just by missing a meal. Dedicating that time, not just abstaining from food, remember, that's not what fasting is really about. It's about abstaining from food and showing humility to God, connecting with Him, aiming for closeness. With him so could you miss a meal and use that time to pray to read your Bible to connect with God is that something that you're able to do now I know as I'm talking to you today that there'll be some people that have got medical conditions that does make fasting a little bit of a challenge but is there a way that you can connect in with this biblical practice could you like Daniel did he gave up rich food he gave up a type of food in order to get close to God and show humility and to be obedient to God. I, I did that once. I participated in Lent. It's not something I do very often or have done in a long time. I used to do it as a teenager, but I found that it became more of a ritual than actually a desire to show humility and connection with God, so I stopped for many, many years. And then when I was an adult, I really felt God inviting me to do it again, to participate in some kind of fast. And what God asked me to do was to give up tea. Now, any of you that know me, know I love my cup of tea. And actually, I'd become reliant on having a cup of tea every day I got home from work. It was my comfort. It was like my reward at the end of the day. And I felt God ask, would I give up that? Would I give up that comfort, that thing I rely on? in order to gain a connection, a closer connection with him. So that's what I did one Lent. I gave up tea for 40 days. I gave up tea. And actually, when I wanted a cup of tea, it made me pray to God or read my Bible. It helped me to show humility and to show reliance. I am not reliant on a cup of tea for my comfort anymore. You'll be pleased to know. And it might sound like a silly little thing, actually we can actually connect a lot of things to the foods and the the fluids that we put into our bodies we can become reliant and dependent on them and god's inviting us to be humble to him and to be fully reliant and dependent on him so is that one way that you could fast giving up something that you know that actually you do depend on quite a lot like me and my tea but not anymore (laughs) so another way that you could participate in this biblical act of fasting this biblical practice is could you fast for a whole day a few, a few of us got together from hope church Sittingbourne, to do exactly that last week we were inspired by a verse in jeremiah 29 verse 7 which says seek the welfare of the city where i've sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. We were inspired by that verse, so we decided to get together as a community and to fast and to use that fasting time to actually pray and seek the welfare of the town where God has sent us. Could you do that? Is that something you could participate in in your church community? Or if you're a part of Hope Church Sittingbourne, we were so encouraged and inspired by that time together. We didn't get any sort of real guidance of what we should do next, but we felt empowered to persist in prayer for this town. So if you're part of Sittingbourne and you'd love to join us in fasting and praying for this place, then please do connect in. There's going to be another opportunity on Wednesday the 3rd of June to do exactly that. I'm going to fast and pray for this town again so is there somewhere you can connect and you can humble yourself before lord god almighty is there a way that you can worship and show reverence to god through fasting is there something that you can do this week this month even this year in order to show that humility and that reverence that you have for god thank you for listening this morning I hope that it's encouraged and challenged you a little bit. It certainly has me as I've researched this topic. So I look forward to hearing your thoughts and how you've managed to engage with this biblical practice. See you soon.